Moncrief on News Talk. Uh, we are joined in the studio by the totally unscary Declan Buckley and Mary McAvoy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not scary. Yeah, no, little, no, little private scary. joke there. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, here's your first question. My wife wears summer dresses which are cut below the breast. Aren't they all? Uh, the, the, could a dress be cut above the breast? Well, I think probably. Yeah. Anyway. Go yeah. On. I Fair think enough. they mean it like it, it flares like it, out. It's from an one. empire line where it's actually kind ah, of right. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's where it's, yeah. I thought it was topless for me. Like, cut yeah. below the yeah. yeah. One of those dresses right. you see the young ones wearing from boohoo.com where they've yeah. got big gaping holes and you're like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So it's not <laughs> that. Know. Anyway, uh, she Scary. wears summer dresses which are cut below the breast. This particular cut makes her look like she's pregnant and not a little bit pregnant. How do I tell her that these dresses do not suit her? I know this is a me problem. If she knows <laughs> and it doesn't bother her, then it, sh- uh, then it should be okay. I don't think she doesn't know, but I really don't think she thinks she looks pregnant. I don't know whether I'm being more selfish by not saying anything as is easier or by thinking it in the first place. Wow. <laughs> there's a lot, of like, there's a lot in there. Yeah. Talk about tying yourself up in knots. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I was I was looking in as I was walking up to the studio and everybody's wearing those dresses, those tenty dresses. And I wear them myself. And everybody, unless you're, you know, half of Kate Moss size, look pregnant in them. There's nothing, you know. Uh, th- that's just the cut of them, and I think that's a mm. particularly male thing, you know. When you're, you're now, now there's going to be ringing in saying men aren't like that, but men's ones I do, and ones I know are. But like the the men tend to like to see the female form, and if they mm. don't see the female form, they consider a dress unflattering. That's what I think. But it's none of his bleeding business. <laughs> And that's the truth. Yeah. If she wants to wear those dresses are very comfortable. They're very easy to wear in hot weather. They hide a multitude unless you're pregnant. And if she looks pregnant, what the hell about it? It's a natural shape. You know, I, 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 I don't get it. I think he should just and also assume if somebody that she, if she has girlfriends at all. Mm. That, you know, that if it was an unflattering dress and I say men and women look at clothes differently, you know, women, women who, who you know, have a different um, take on clothes. Yeah. They would tell her if it didn't would they? suit her. Would they? I, would I they? think they would. Would they? Well, if you had a good friend, I think they would. I, I'm <laughs> a good friend. <laughs> it's hard to find. But it anyway, uh... does it matter if she's happy in the damn thing? Oh, no, Let she them. is now. I suppose what he's... I, I'm trying to be kind to him now. What I'm getting from this is he he's worried that other people are going to say, God, she yeah. looks straight in that dress. That's what he's worried about and that she might realise uh, that people think she looks straight in the dress and so he's concerned from that point of view, yeah, rather than it's offending his eyes, kind of thing. Yeah, but but you know, I I don't think. Look, she has said eyes in her head, and she looks in the mirror before she goes out. She either likes to look. Like I mean, I you know, I see, has she the has she has she, 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 she really got eyes? Mary yeah. and sweet <laughs> She hasn't got the gay eye. That's what she doesn't have. Um, yeah. Um, look, I yeah, I agree with what you're saying, but I also think that when, when it comes to clothes, clothes serve kind of two functions. One is just to cover yourself and two is to look nice. And a lot of people can get the first part down, no problem, but they kind of don't know how to dress in a way that suits them or they don't care, which is completely fine. It's absolutely fine. But the minute you wear clothes that don't suit you or you don't look good, you're opening yourself up to other people's 
commentary because they care and they're going to see you and all that kind of stuff. Now, that whole area, of course, is is a mess of like how society works and, you know, uh, but the bottom line is that certain clothes don't cert- suit certain people. And the Empire Line dress, the Empire dress is a, is a kind of dress that suits a certain kind of body and it doesn't suit everybody. Mm, yeah. But when things come into fashion, People think that they can buy whatever, you know, whatever is in fashion yeah. and whatever is in this, whatever is in pennies, whatever is on the shops, uh, rails this summer, I want to have because I, I saw it on X, Y or Z person and I'm going to get it. Well, sorry, babe, sometimes it doesn't suit you and and that's just a fact. So the question is, do you want to wear something that doesn't suit you because just because it's in fashion or do you want to wear something that suits you because you don't care or... Well, I'm short and roundy and I wear empire dresses all the time and I don't care whether they suit me or not. If the colour is nice, whatever, I like them and I don't really care. Absolutely. You know, do, you, mean, if, do you like you in them, if you know what I mean? Or is it, is it the dress itself? Well, I have three. I have three criteria. Is a criteria? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three, yeah. three criteria yeah. for clothes. Um, <laughs> is it comfortable? Mm. Um is it, you know, multifunctional and can you wrestle a donkey in it? <laughs> and they're the three things. Yeah. Well, right? how, how, do you, how do you test the third one? That's a... By wrestling a donkey, a donkey which yeah, I was okay. doing this morning. So, what, what, so you like, you bring a donkey into TK Maxx and say, I just want to bring him into the dressing room. There's one, there's one test I have to carry out here. Sounds of grunting. Oh, and, uh, go again with the donkey. With the donkey. Or can you catch a sheep in it? Yeah. That, you know, and that's that's how I... Now, I don't go around looking like some kind of demented Bo Peep. You know, I like my clothes. I'm into my clothes. Well, Bo Peep, the, the, the kind of image of Bo Peep I have, she has an empire line dress on. Yeah, it's a very... And I, bonnet. Yeah, but I was... Yes, she does, yeah. Yes, I, I, okay, this is... A, this I'm not, uh, way too but, personal. Uh, but have you ever tried it on and so, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, that it looked good on somebody else and, you know. I hate bodycon. Even when I was really skinny, I hated bodycon. I hate it. I think yeah. it's horrible. I think it's horrible on everybody. Um, so and that, that, isn't that it though? The, 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 this, this kind of gets to the nobody of this person's letter. In this person, the guy who wrote in is saying, I'm looking at somebody wearing something and my personal aesthetic, my personal taste is that I don't think it is the best representation of this person. Now, being the most benign interpretation of that or being the most flattering or a kind interpretation of that, that's just what's going on. Mm. Going anywhere further is that and I'm now and I am now thinking that this person hasn't got a clue what they're doing. Whereas you've just pointed out loads of reasons why it's, you know, it, he needs to back away because at the end of the day, fashion and taste and style and, and mm. clothing is a personal thing. Yeah. If you want to dress yeah. like Bozo yeah. the Clown or you want to dress in a burqa or you want to dress whatever, yeah. you that's your prerogative. Knock yourself out. However, I mean, fashion industry will tell yeah. you the otherwise. They'll yeah. say that that suits blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is the way that they sell clothes. They, they I mean, tell you guy, My guy's, uh, you know, aesthetic is the beauty aesthetic for women is Jackie Kennedy in a Chanel suit. Yeah. In your dreams, baby. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know? And and I mean, and he takes me as I am. And he, you know, you know, he if he likes the dress, you know, if or he, he doesn't say anything about it. But, you know, you just accept a person's taste. I don't think I don't know. I don't know. No, just, because it is like saying if so, if somebody was walking down the street with their skirt and their knickers and somebody said, better not tell them. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a, I, I don't want that either. For this and woman. I mean, I know myself that, you know, if I put certain things on, 
and I feel good in them and I know I look good, I'll feel better about that whole experience when, mm. and I also know there are things that don't suit me that make my legs look too short. Whatever it is, you know, just don't look but, right. But you see, the, the gays have great style aesthetic and they have great sense of, of, of No, you see, is that a cliche to all of them? I think <laughs> is that like a total thing? You know, no, you like know, if you're not I mean, really stylish, you're not allowed no, to be the gay. the vast majority of gays that I know and I know rather a lot. Oh, I'm outraged by your homophobia. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I think maybe what it is is that, you know, obviously it's about what you're interested in. It's about being aware of your place in society and all that kind of stuff. And obviously a lot of, a lot of gays work in fashion and all that kind of stuff. So yes, th- there is a stereotype that is largely, most stereotypes have a degree of truth to them. There are also gays, mainly the ones that work in government who wear horrible clothes all the time. They don't it's fit true, their bodies. Yeah. 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 So are you looking at me accusing uh, no, I, me? I was saying, because I see, it was a snaky reference there to Antonista. He's hardly a style icon, is he? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, but no. He looks like a fella from Black Rock. He has a drawback. He has a drawback of being a politician. But I can honestly, I know like oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of gay men. And I can't think of one that's badly dressed. I can't think of one oh, that doesn't listen, have a sense Oh, I could find a few. <laughs> well, yeah, but no. Okay. Yeah. Happy so, Pride Month, everybody. So <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're telling your uh, your man to just keep stum. I would keep stum. I don't think really it's his business. And, you know, if, if an opportunity, a kind opportunity came up to give his opinion rather than tell her she doesn't look nice. Yeah. Not to say, I think you don't look nice in that thing you just you know say, say to me say, say what's the point of these dresses I don't get it because you have a nice figure and why don't you show it or whatever it is and then he might give her a compliment then he might be enlightened a little bit but he don't be embarrassed I think, that's the, I think that is the right way to go I think the right way to go is to not talk about the clothes but talk about the positive things that he thinks about, about his wife and yeah. then the way in which those things, yeah, if so she agrees you know would be you know yeah. best and then presented he, yeah. you know and, mm-hmm. and to kind of say well you know when you wear that thing I, I kind of think it doesn't mm-hmm. it draws attention to the wrong parts of your body whatever it is she might go I don't care I'm wearing yeah. it because I'm exactly. comfortable yeah. and it's too yeah. hot and whatever mm-hmm. you know uh, blah 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 a lot of comments on this just uh, tell her she looks good she doesn't need to bloody hear it the dress isn't for him exactly uh, I wear lots of loose fitting dresses this is just the way that they're designed my husband tells me I look like a nun uh, all of my female work colleagues comment on how beautiful my clothes are. You can't win. Uh, we'll just tell them that you're a sexy nun. Uh, that's a whole <laughs> area of role play there. Uh, very hard to shop for clothes outside of what is considered normal size. Sometimes yeah. end up in a, in, in a tent, says somebody else. Uh, I'm a woman and I understand the man's concern. He adores this woman and fancies the pants off her. But not when she wears Empire Line dresses. When I'm not sure about an outfit, I ask my son... Uh, for their opinion, because they won't let me go out looking like a mess. Okay. Uh, Odd that you put those two sentences together about fancying the pants off people. Uh, How come (laughs) it's okay for women to tell men they look stupid or don't know how to dress, but a man ain't allowed to have that, uh, isn't allowed, you spelled that wrong, isn't allowed to have that opinion. Um, that's not an unfair point. No, it is. And well, it, I've, again, never told, it, I've never told anyone oh, they look I, stupid. Yeah, I, as a straight man, I am regularly told by people, strangers. What? Oh, uh, yeah. I think you look really well. Yeah, when I grew my beard, a woman on Twitter became frothing with outrage about it and then blocked me on Twitter because she hated my beard. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously, some people believe that their view is like You wonder why I want to wrestle donkeys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, 
I think obviously there are always going to be people who I think their opinions are really important and they need to tell everybody what they think. But also clothes, as I said already, they serve a function first and they serve a kind of a form second. And if you if you can manage to do both and you enjoy what you're wearing and, and other people say you look lovely, great, well done. But if that's not important to you, then who cares? And I think yeah. in this instance, with this woman, I mean, she doesn't even know we're having this conversation about her empire. I mean, that's what's really funny about it. Say, yeah. Every woman she I saw on the, the street today was wearing an empire line dress with the law, be thinking about Yeah, it's yeah, same, yeah. Well, it's he's me. listening anyway. Well, I want to assume, you. so he wouldn't send in the question. Anyway, next one is my girlfriend. This is kind of similar similar area mm. well kind of uh, my girlfriend thematically is similar my girlfriend has stopped waxing her lady garden we've been together more than three years our sex life is great but she always had a full Hollywood wax that's everything off however she stopped hair grooming her nether regions and it's now an, a full 1970s bush she says she feels liberated but I'm finding it a real turn off I'm conscious this makes me sound like a selfish idiot and I'm embarrassed by my reaction but it's impacting how much I enjoy our sex life what can I do? <laughs> she's doing no more May. That's what happened. That's what she's doing. No exactly. No more May. She's doing it for the bees. <laughs> she is, yes. For the pollination. Save the bees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I mean, again, yeah, yeah there, this is a very similar issue. It's about, it's about the kind of conflict between somebody's idea of, of what is a, a beauty norm and another person's sort of bodily autonomy and what they can do with their body and, and you know, when they're just relaxing in their, mm-hmm. you know, in their own lives. Um, the guy used a, a turn of phrase I thought was kind of interesting. He called himself a selfish idiot. And, you know, the selfish bit is kind of interesting because what he finds attractive is is his kind of thing. And, and you know, that's just his perspective. That isn't necessarily selfish. But it is selfish if he's not willing to kind of analyse and take and, and own it. Because if he's saying that he's only attracted to women who, you know, exhibit the kind of Hollywood style of like grooming, then you know, that's, you know, is that is that an actual, is that a fetish? Is that, an, what is that? Is that, I think it's or is that just a, creepy? <laughs> well, no, but, but that's it, your it, Yeah, but it's a cultural norm now and it, it has it changed. Yeah. Because he, even himself, he says 1970s yeah. as if that's what they did in the 1970s. No, that's what they did forever up until so, like yeah. five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah and, and it was and used it, to be only porn stars that yeah. shaved their lady parts. And then the everybody, and, and yeah. everybody. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about that. I'm, I'm thinking about the whole idea about how how those things do evolve, but all they really are is is a presentation of femininity in whatever way it is, and and what that actually says, and you know, going for the kind of you know prepubescent kind of not a hair in my body yeah. vibe is to kind of deny the realities of, of womanhood, isn't it? Uh, uh, and. And all that. And we kind of know that politically, but still gets down to the point that if this guy's been around since the 1970s and he kind of developed his his kind of his sexuality in that way, it's kind of it's a clash between the kind of subconscious and the urges versus the, the rational kind of political righteousness of mm-hmm. do you know what I'm trying to say? So those two things don't necessarily all work together. Yeah. And that's what yeah. he's, that's what he's wrestling with. He's kind of going. No, but I, I think I, 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 my take from that was that. He doesn't remember the 1970s. No, he's he's much younger than that. So he, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's just, this is something they did in the 1970s uh, as some sort of weird fetish rather than now when like this is a morbid fear of every bit of body hair or what's actually what's human. Real. What's human. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like, I mean, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's a, a, like most younger people are a bit more kind of they're a bit more more fine with that and yeah. they understand it because even the, even this conversation it has 
to do with so much more than just, you know, me and my girlfriend. I think it's actually a deeper issue. What are we talking about it here for? But, <laughs> but it's a deeper issue in the sense that, you know, in there's been a real rise in women's consciousness and acceptance of themselves in the last 10 years, you know, since just before the Me Too. But, mm. you know, but there's an awful lot of women owning their bodies, owning the shape, owning who they are naturally without any modification. And now it doesn't trickle right down, but it is there. And I think that this is kind of like a little nub of the the problem. It's it's almost like him saying, and I'm not saying he's saying it consciously, but it's almost like him saying she should kind of modify herself to please him a little Mm. bit. I can get it because, I mean, I don't think there was any woman who ever, when the first pubic hair ever appeared that they didn't go ah, what's that <laughs> like you know so there is a there is an Phantom issue about, uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I'm, we're talking about a lady garden here <laughs> but but um it's up it's up to her she wants a baldy lady garden or a beardy lady garden well, it doesn't really she's, matter she's feeling good having the, the yeah, and i wonder is liberated the word that's yes. scaring him a yes, little bit that too now, listen, pubes are evil little things, says his texter. I had all the hair down there, front and back, removed by electrolysis recently. It took five two-hour sessions and cost 1,800 quid. But it was totally worth it. The smoothest and look are incredible. Can't wait to hit Dolly Mount Strand after work. So look out, Dolly Mount Strand. Yeah, God knows wow. what to be, uh, wow. be uh, there. Good luck to him. But 1,800 quid. 1,800 quid? Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, Men grow hair for Movember and raise money for charity. Why don't women follow suit one month later and call it Decembeaver? (laughs) (laughs) Tom says, surely you mean Fanuary, the ladies' version of November. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God, these people. (laughs) So he's he's just going to have to get used to it. Yeah. And Look I think at he it has as a 1970s ask, porn and, and yeah, see what yeah. you know. Was and like I think he has to ask himself why. What is it about you know? What what where, what is his motivation for disliking yeah. hair? Yeah, and, and, hair. and I'd be interested to know like what's his arrangement pubic wise. Like, is but isn't that always the case? That's kind of what you were alluding to earlier on. Is that, is that women through the through the generations have had to kind of primp and preen yeah. and pluck in order to present themselves as being attractive enough, whereas men mm-hmm. just do you know show up straight out of the farm or wherever off the battlefield, whatever blood and guts all over you. You're you're sexy. You're yeah. a man. Yeah. When in fact, you know, no, you know, there's yeah, a kind no, of there's no, a middle ground maybe, and it's all. So places where people find w- what they're into and, and I think sometimes you can kind of a hang up you can kind of be trained into thinking that a certain ideal or a certain ver- version of man or woman is is what's kind mm. of sexy and what what's mm. appropriate. I remember that, that episode of Sex in the City where Carrie was on a good thing for a date and she thought she was going to sleep with the guy that night and it was the whole thing about her booking in for a wax and the whole thing and I was going ah come on you know yeah, but, but that's what. But then that's that was what, New York. New, that was New, New York, York, and that's urban. and it's a multi-million-billion-dollar industry oh, yeah. of all that Keep stuff. Them and it's kind of like, and you'll what make do a lot they of money do? Out of them. Well, you're right. What do they do with all the pubic hair? I wonder. Is they make just, pillows. Just clog up the, you know. <laughs> you make a puder, a puber down, a puber down. Uh, yeah, or something. I hope they put it to some good use. Anyway, mm. I have a really good friend uh, who's really bad at paying me back. So that's such a good friend. We regularly go out and I tend to get the dinner at the table as I seem to be the person who asks for the bill. It's not contrived. I'm just the most vocal. We usually all revolute each other afterwards. Other friends are great at sending the money. 
but this friend often forgets. I don't want to bring it up with her, but honestly, it can be 40 or 50 quid. Sometimes I just don't have the money. Any advice on how to bring this up without being a total weapon? I also feel embarrassed because everyone else seems to have plenty of disposable income that I just don't have. I mean, you know, the last sentence there, is, you know, that's it. <laughs> it's that's like it that's it your, the reason why you don't have all the disposable income is because you're not acting like money is important to you. And and I think, you know, the easiest way to not be a weapon about it is is going forward to not be so quick to jump on the bill and be yes. the person to mm. act as, as the as the person, you know, responsible for it all. Money. Well, that's obviously that's and going mm. backwards to these situations yeah. in the past, allowing people to be to kind of off the hook, regardless of whether they intentionally or accidentally forget. That's a respect issue. That's, you know, your respect for yourself and also their respect for you. That if you're actually just allowing that thing to just be forgotten about. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's it, it, your own doing. Yeah. And I think, you know, you need to look, obviously, even phrasing it like I don't want to be a weapon, you know, no, be a normal, yeah. confident person and go, you didn't pay me for the thing. Could you send yeah. that to me? Whatever. And if there shouldn't be and if there is a drama afterwards, that's because the other person is making it a drama. Yeah. And that's, then I, yeah. And then I think, you know, don't pay, you know, just make sure that that, you know, don't be the one that pays everything and then everybody does it afterwards because. You're, you're you're setting yourself up for, and I don't and, and I don't be. think she she forgets in inverted commas. That's what she does. I don't mm. think, I don't think if you forget once, that's okay. Forgetting twice or three times. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. somebody texts in to say your friend is the weapon. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. yes. That's what I feel People about too. Have trouble ba- have boundary trouble with boundaries around money. I mean, because I I certainly know say if somebody owed me some some money, I'd I'd really back away. Even though there might be times I could. I could News do with it, it. Yeah. but you kind of you kind of go oh mm. god you know you don't want to be seen yeah. to be this yeah. and some people weaponize that and they know that and they find a way yeah. to to, yeah. to to play against that yeah. and, and and so so ultimately then the only the only bolster against that kind of behavior is to be very upfront about it yes um and 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 not to be even like revolution is a great tool, but but if it allows situations like this, yeah. it's it's ironic that the tool which is meant to allow for you know Dutch payment of mm. of restaurant bills and all that, it's causing this kind of a problem for you because yeah. you know you know mm. that's yeah, you have to, the money have on to the table would have been yeah. easier. Yeah, that's you know? a note to self as well. Uh, uh, someone says that uh, the the person just needs to send a revolute request for the bill money yeah. to their friend. I didn't yeah. know you could do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. oh well, that's a good one. Uh, someone else says, get them to revolute you uh, the, uh, at the table. And when you haven't got it, say, hey, did you send me that? So that's yeah, See, this is exactly option. it. Is that is that is allowing the thing. There's a sort of a social etiquette that, again, our letter writer kind of glossed over. You know, this isn't contrived. I, you know, I'm just the most vocal. Yeah. You're not vocal enough, love, because you're not yeah. able to say afterwards yes. that, you know, you owe me the money. So what you're actually doing is being all kind of nanny at the table and then, you know, kind of yeah. crappy afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. sort it out all in the one time. We're not leaving the table till everybody pays. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Ruin the dessert. dessert yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're going to tell me uh, yes. and that I should figure out what's going on with my home life but I honestly didn't even know uh, there were any issues there. I have a crush on my female boss. I'm a woman and happily married for years and this has never happened before. I just don't know what to do. It's making me question everything about my life and family. Is it possible this will pass? There's so many layers to that. Do you know, first of all, you said the word crush, you know, and yeah. cr- okay, crushes do pass. But what I, my, my first bit of advice would be take the heat out of your own situation in the sense, stop getting so, up. Uh, you know, she's upset about it. She thinks she's oh, she is. Yeah. 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 So first of all, 
it's a crush. You tend to get crushes of people at work. OK, I wouldn't act on it because of the work part of it, because that's that's, you know, always dodgy. So it's a woman. So what? So your sexuality is waving at you and saying it's a little bit here you might have to have a look at. But doesn't mean her whole life is invalid. It just mm. me. I mean, they say, don't they? Psychologists say most of us are bisexual anyway, if, you know, and, and and so don't worry about the fact it's a woman that you have a crush on. You wouldn't worry about it so much if it was a man, I think. It's not invalidating your whole life. And 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 I would say crushes do pass. I wouldn't do anything about it. I'd let the hair sit, as the fellow says. And <laughs> and and usually they f- peter out. Mm. Usually they peter out. And the other thing I would add, because I hear this is all amateur psychology, but I would ask, because then often they say, one of the reasons you find people attracted of you, you get a crush on them or you're interested in them in, in, in that way, is that they have some aspect that you'd like for yourself. So just maybe ask yourself, what is it about this woman you know, that I really like and admire and maybe think then is that I'm not saying she's not she, she she's not bisexual and could end up running off with her and getting married to her. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, I I wouldn't get into such a state about the fact that she has a crush on a woman for the first time in her life. Mm. You know, if she went to boarding school, it certainly wouldn't have been the first time. <laughs> yes, I, but I suppose that, yeah, what's. She probably up to this point thought of herself as I'm a married straight woman and yeah. that's me. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly she's none of those things because yeah. uh, she's thinking about not being married and she's thinking about not being a straight woman. Well, so, she did say crush, so she's yeah, not yeah. thinking. Yeah. No, she recognises, but even really I suppose important. the thoughts of that. Story. I think it's really important to, to just clarify a couple of things. One, just because she's recognised that she finds a woman attractive for the first time or whatever, that's that's something we'll come back to that. But she's just because she's recognising that somebody's attractive doesn't mean automatically. And this is where I think her guilt and all that stuff is kicking yeah. in. It doesn't automatically mi- mean that she's going to do something about it. it. Doesn't mean that it's not a normal process to find people attractive. You can be in the most happy relationship Absolutely. imaginable the most committed monogamous relationships possible and still have the capacity to recognise other people being attractive mm. and your own reaction to them being attractive because the actual only truth about being in a committed monogamous relationship is being committed to the monogamy yes. of that relationship because everything else is possible. You could just, you know, people yeah. do other stuff. You're making so a choice. You're making a choice and you're making the choice all the time. You're going, I choose you mm. over the hot one at work, but I'm, yeah. I'm choosing you. Yeah. And just and whether that's conscious or not, what's actually happened is perhaps at this stage in her life, she's recognised that, you know, her potential latent bisexuality because it's it's only maybe a minor part of our sexuality but that's that's interesting and that's fun but there are as you mentioned bisexual people are out there all the time and many of them most of them are committed in their relationships whatever it's a real kind of slur on bi people that they're kind of hopping and jumping no not at all the glad I turned their head and they're away off I just can't make my mind up that's that's bi phobia Um, but the bottom line is though I think from this point of view I think she should remember that she isn't choosing to do anything with this person I think your 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 point about whether or not there's something in her in, in this other woman that she finds attractive or for herself as a as a characteristic is a really interesting point but I think, you know, whatever, just, just. Yeah, she's just found chill. She, you've just discovered a new and interesting aspect to yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. really. That's, that's exactly. pretty much and it. And I really wouldn't get 
Yeah, Chill. Upset about no. Happy uh, Pride Month. Chill. Uh, a couple of uh, uh, comments on uh, some of the other things on the on the shaving the lady garden. Uh, one text says even a farmer mows his meadow to make hay twice a year. And uh, the uh, on the Empire line dress, somebody says Biddy wrestling a donkey while wearing an Empire dress sounds like a whole new genre in fetish porn. Money making okay, opportunity. Okay, OnlyFans. I'm I'm starting my OnlyFans page now. Yeah, you heard it here first, uh, Mary. <laughs> Mary and Decker, thank you both very much. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.